Welcome to the Southeast Iowa Union News Break. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. Coming up later in the show, Mount Pleasant police are asking the public for information in regards to an altercation, as well as scores from last night's basketball games. But first, the Washington Public Library will host collective mending sessions for a quilt as part of Fiber Arts February on Friday, February 3rd. That's a tongue twister. From 6 to 9 p.m. and Saturday, February 14th, 4th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. The workshops are facilitated by Katherine Reinhardt, an Ames artist who specializes in reused materials, and has a Bachelor of Fine Arts in Integrated Studio Arts and a Master of Fine Arts degree in textiles. The project brings community members together to fix an abandoned quilt, a process Reinhardt said bridged gaps within a community, and it is symbolically tied to community mending. The target audience is broad, anyone interested in textile repair. Participants are not required to RSVP and don't necessarily need textile repair skills going in. The idea began in 2018 with one out-of-shop quilt from Reinhardt's own childhood, but is now on its eighth repair job in around its 50th session. The quilts now come from secondhand stores and donations from past participants. Reinhardt's trip to the Washington Library for Fiber Arts February comes a year after her talk on the sessions in 2022, which did not include a workshop. This year, library staff said they had secured funding for the activity with support from the Iowa Arts Council. The Washington High School speech team earned high marks at Washington Iowa High School Speech Association's district tournament with Division I and II ratings across the board. Seven of the school's nine groups will now move to the state tournament on February 4th at Cedar Rapids Washington High School. The school also showcased all their groups at the Washington High School Auditorium on January 26th at 7 p.m. The speech team received Division I ratings for the performances in musical theater, as well as choral reading, improv group Majestic, improv group Wake Up Sleepyhead, Solo Mime, and Reader's Theater. Improv group La La Land received a Division II rating. Additionally, the one-act play and television new casting also received Division I ratings. The Mount Pleasant Police Department released information about their response to an altercation that occurred at 1002 West Saunders Street and asked for the public's help in obtaining additional information. The initial reports received by officers indicated that two males were fighting in person with a pregnant woman and that two children were dragged from a vehicle. However, upon arriving at the scene, officers found only one male and female in the yard who were not cooperative. Further investigation revealed that the man, Taryn N. Wilson, had participated in a physical altercation with his girlfriend while the children were present. He also fired a weapon in the house and obstructed the victim from calling 911 or leaving. Wilson was charged with various offenses, including interference with official acts, child endangerment, and domestic abuse assault, and more. The police department is asking anyone with information to contact them at 319-385-1450. On Sunday, January 22nd, a semi-truck driven by Ahmad Ghalid flipped over onto its side while traveling westbound on Highway 34 near mile marker 229 in Mount Pleasant. According to the Henry County Sheriff's Office, Gullard lost control of the vehicle and overcorrected, causing the semi and trailer to flip on its side and block the flow of traffic. No other vehicles were involved in the accident, and Gullard did not report any other injuries. The Iowa Department of Transportation, State Patrol, and the Henry County Sheriff's Office temporarily rerouted westbound traffic while the semi and trailer were removed from the road. Gullard was given a citation for failure, failure to maintain control. We're going to take a brief break, and when we come back, we'll take a look at the weather and sports. Since 1905, Kelowna Cooperative Technology Company has helped our community stay connected with the latest advancements in clear, dependable telecommunications services. KCTC provides rural Iowans with access to high-speed fiber internet, as well as phone, television, computer repair, and cybersecurity solutions. 
We're also proud supporters of local organizations and area schools within the community. KCTC, keeping Kelowna connected. At the Capper Auto Group, we put our customers' needs first and understand that everyone is as different as the vehicle they select. We offer new Ford, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge, and Ram vehicles in a friendly environment that puts you in the driver's seat. When it comes to service, we maintain factory-trained technicians and competitive pricing. The Capper Auto Group still believes that service after the sale provides the best customer experience. Come see the Capper experience for yourself. Hospice isn't a place, it's a type of care that focuses on living. Servicing a seven-county area, the Hospice of Washington County staff of nurses, social work, hospice aides, spiritual and grief support, volunteers, music and massage therapists are able to provide free end-of-life care where the patient lives. We write wills, give consent for organ donation, but rarely is there a plan for what we would want the final phase of our lives. At Hospice of Washington County, we encourage our patients to be in charge of their healthcare decisions while maintaining quality of life. Welcome back to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. We have your five-day forecast coming up, but first obituaries. Imelda M. Grone of West Point passed away on January 21st at the age of 95. Schmitz Funholm is in charge of the arrangements. Deanne Swartzendruber of Wayland passed away on January 22nd at the age of 59. A funeral service will be held at 11 a.m. January 26th at the Beatty Funeral Home in Washington. Max Leslie Cousins of Washington passed away on January 20th at the age of 88. Celebration of Life will be held at 3.30 p.m. January 26th at the United Presbyterian Church. Jones and Ian Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. Irma Lou Searcy of Wayland passed away on January 23rd at the age of 83. Memorial services will be held at 11 a.m. January 26th at the Ollie Baptist Church. Goldfield Home is in charge of the arrangements. Mildred Elizabeth Wall Jasper of Salem passed away on January 20th at the age of 91. A massive Christian burial will be held at 10.30 a.m. January 24th at St. James Catholic Church. Schmidt's Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. Alice Louise Parsons of Houston passed away on December 1st at the age of 93. No services were held. Dorothy Jean Upton, formerly of Newton, passed away on January 1st at the age of 87. Funeral services will be held at 11 a.m. January 26th at the Olson Powell Memorial Chapel. That was obituaries. It is now time for the weather. Today has been cloudy with a high of 34. Tomorrow there is a 65% chance of snow in the morning and the high will be 32. On Thursday it will be cloudy again and temperatures will fall to 27. There is a 40% chance of snow again on Friday morning, but the high is well above freezing at 40. Finally, Saturday there is another chance for snow in the morning, but this time only 30% chance and the high will be 27. We're going to take another quick break, and when we come back, we'll take a look at last night's basketball games. Federation Bank is a locally owned bank providing award-winning customer service. We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities serving Brighton, Richland, Wellman, and Washington, Iowa. Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal and professional goals, whatever they may be. Federation Bank, your family bank. 
Tammy takes the time and has the personal interest in each one of us. I don't worry about what's going to happen because I know my policy is taken care of. She pulls what I need and puts it together, which is the program I get from her. Every year she calls around September or so and says, there's changes again and I'm going to do the best thing for you. It's been perfect. She does a great job. Family owned and operated by Andy and Sarah Ross, Ross Auto has been your vehicle repair and maintenance headquarters since 1935. We specialize in all makes of cars and light duty trucks. With our variety of available services, let us help you keep rolling and your vehicle operating efficiently. Services include general auto repair, alignments, brakes, fuel injection, and more. Schedule your appointment today at 319-653-5656. That's 319-653-5656. Hello and welcome back to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. It is now time for sports. Sports. Brought to you by Fairway. The Mount Pleasant and Mid Prairie boys basketball team met up in Walmart on Monday night in a high tempo game that saw 15 different players score. The game was close throughout, but it was Mount Pleasant that was able to pull away with a 66 59 win. Mount Pleasant led by one point after each of the first two quarters, and the game was tied 46-46 with eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter. The Panthers standout Peyton Higgins took over in the fourth, hitting three three-pointers in, in the first two minutes. And the Panthers built on that lead to hold a rare three-possession lead midway through the period. The Golden Hawks tried to claw back, but the Panthers' defense stood tall, and a run-out layup by Higgins in the final seconds put the game away. Higgins scored 28 points, leading the Panthers to victory, Mid-Prairie was led by Alex Bean and Cameron Pickard. Mount Pleasant improved to 12-3 with the win, while Mid-Prairie fell to 9-6. The Washington boys, girls, and basketball teams faced off against the Ottumwa Bulldogs on Monday night. The Demon boys team won the, with a score of 68-49, while the girls team lost 42-41 in a closely contested game. In the boys game, Washington led from the start and held on to a commanding lead throughout the game. Ethan Patterson led the Demons with 19 points in the night. Logan McDowell hit four deep balls and finished with 18 points. and 6 added 16 points to the effort. Washington improves to 7-6 on the season. On the girls' side, the game was back and forth with the teams trading leads. The Demon Girls team lost despite a late comeback effort, making it their sixth consecutive loss. They dropped to 6-9 on the year. Adeline Long led Washington with 17 points, which included five three-pointers. That's the news for Southeast Iowa. I've been your host, Nick Steffens. This has been your news break, and I'll see you next time.